Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Great, let's do it. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here. Checking out the episode, the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from right now so you can keep up with uh, all the interviews that we put out every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, WFPK.org, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm Kyle Mayer. Today, my guest, Sarah Drew. We'll be talking about the uh, the new Apple TV Plus adaptation of Amber Brown, originally a, uh, a series of, of realistic fiction books for children. Uh, Sarah, who plays the mom character, also named Sarah, uh, discusses the uh, the themes of kindness, uh, the show's look at the, uh, the many different ways to make a family, and the complications of loving someone. Uh, we're also going to talk about the show's soundtrack, which includes Wilco and Ty Verdes. Uh, and her love of uh, of musicals growing up. We're then going to dive into her early work. She was the voice of Stacey Rowe on MTV's Daria. Uh, more recently, she was also in Cruel Summer, the first season of that. We'll talk about both. And of course, she starred as Dr. April Kepner in Grey's Anatomy. Where is that storyline yet to go? The door is not closed. We'll hear more about that as well. So let's do this. We're talking Amber Brown. It's Kyle Meredith with Sarah Drew. Hi. Uh, I've so enjoyed watching this new show, uh, of course, based on a popular book series uh, that you play the mom uh, yes. of, uh, of Amber Brown, also named Sarah. Well, mm-hmm. well, well done there. That <laughs> makes sure it that easier. Was e- <laughs> right. Right. So l- let's just start with the obvious parts here. Um, how, what, what was your connection to, uh, to this series? How did you get involved? Um, well, I had never read the book series, but I loved the script that Bonnie Hunt wrote. I uh, immediately connected to the characters. I thought it was 
funny and charming. And I thought there was a really unique element to the show involving um, the animation. You know, her drawings come to life in, in this really fun and comedic way of getting insight into the inner workings of an 11 year old's mind and imagination and insecurities and all of those things. Um, and as a mom myself of a 10 and seven year old, I just related so deeply to the struggle of trying to navigate loving your kids well and setting good boundaries, um, wanting them to like you, but many times they don't, um, and failing and then finding ways to repair. I just, I think, um, I think this show is a really great family show because it has something for everyone. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of one of the, uh, I'm sure it's one of those obvious questions too, because you see those moments in there, you know, there, there's, there's a struggle with ear piercing. There's of course, what's going on. And like, as a mom, like how much of that do you, do you pull from like, oh, I've been in this situation before I've been here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, there's an episode where um, Amber lies about something and it weighs so heavily on her. And we see that kind of play out in the animation as well, which is a really neat visual for what it feels like to have breakage with your, the person that you trust the most who you are in a trusting relationship with. Um, I have had those same conversations with my kiddos where it's just like, I don't care about the thing. I care that you lied to me. I All I want is for us to be able to trust each other. We can get through anything if we can be honest with each other. I mean, I, like I have had those exact same conversations. So it was really, really fun to get to play those scenes out knowing how deeply I know so many people are going to relate to this. Yeah. And Amber is such a, uh, a good role model on the, on the screen. I've got a 14 year old son, maybe a little past watching, but, but I, you know, as I'm watching this, I just want to grab him and say, do be this person, be, be more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I love, I mean, she, what's so great about her is that she's so creative. She's so smart. She speaks her mind, but she also she really cares about being kind. She cares about being kind, not only to her friends, but, but to her parents, to all the people that matter to her. Kindness is so important to her. And I, you know, I, I feel like if my kids grow up to be brave and kind, then I feel like I've done my job. That's what I want them. I don't care what they do for a living. I don't care if they're fancy or, you know, impressive. I just want them to be brave and kind. And 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 we're seeing we're seeing Amber walk into moments and be brave. And we're, we're seeing her have moments where she's not kind and then have to find her way to repair those relationships. So yeah, I do I think it's um you know, I just think we need we need more of that in this world. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so I'm so thrilled to be a part of a show that um that has kindness at the forefront. And, and to see you all tackling this bigger subject, of course, that, uh, you know, the, the marriage is, is a, is a co-parenting situation. Uh, there, there are boyfriends and possible girlfriends coming into the scenario too. I, I mean, we're talking about in a sense, divorce through the, ch the, the kid's eyes, right? Like, how did you all want to present that story? Like what, what was that part of those conversations? Well, I think that, I think it's like 50% divorce rate in our country. Um, so at least half of the kids in our country have gone through this or are presently going through this. This is a big deal. Um, and I, I think we wanted to 
to show a situation, to, to, to just present the reality that there's so many different ways to make a family, so many different ways to find our way and navigate through the different shades that families come in. Um, and, I, you know, I have this, there's this beautiful scene between um, me and Amber where she's really feeling a sense of mourning, the the shifting of what her family unit looked like and what it's beginning to shape into right now. And, um, and I have this line where I say, you know, I think we still love each other. It's just changed its shape. And, and I, and I want, I, we wanted to present the reality that this happens to so many people and so many people are living in this reality. And what does the changing shape of family feel like in a really real and visceral way to both the adults and the kids? Because you really get both sides of it. You get both, you get you get mom's mom and dad's side in, in the way that they're trying to navigate how to handle this and how to love their daughter well through it. But then you also get these really intimate uh, straight to camera video diaries of Amber asking the biggest questions there are things like whose happiness is most important. You know, that's a big question. And I think that we're really giving these kids the benefit of the doubt. They're so smart. They're so emotionally smart these days. You can't, you can't just gloss over something and move on. Like they're having these big feelings and big thoughts and big struggles. So having a place where we can put it all out there in a loving way and encourage families to talk about the, the stuff that's hard and challenging. You know, I think it's just, it's, it's gonna, I, I'm really excited for the world to see it and for families to watch it together and to see the conversations that come out of watching it. And I like that there weren't certain tropes that you would expect, like, like Max, who's, uh, who's your fiance in this, uh, uh, he's not the bad guy. No. You know, it's like like the the new boyfriend. You know, that's so happen uh, happens so often in 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 shows like this where it's like, oh, the, the this person is the bad guy. And for you, I mean, you're on your own journey to find happiness in, in a way. Like like, could you could you talk about that a little bit more? Because it's not just Amber we're seeing. As you were saying, you are seeing it from your perspective as well. Yeah, I mean, it's all so complicated. Living life is so complicated. Figuring out how to love people well is so complicated. And I think that, you know, there was a time in our culture where women just sort of stuck it out in whatever relationship they were in for the sake of the kids. Like, you just hear that as a, as a constant kind of, trope and and what we're beginning to see um in our world and what we're embracing more is this idea that it's important for kids to see their parents finding their own joy too like th so that so that they can go out into the world and go oh my mom sought her joy and i can seek my joy i don't have to um stay in a place that's toxic or heaven forbid abusive because a lot of people have stayed in abusive relationships for the sake of the children, you know? So the, it's, everything is complicated. It's all complicated, but where we're coming from is from a, a space of love and the reality that we're not going to get it perfectly. We're going to screw up. There are going to be times when we're mad at each other, when we're yelling at each other, when on our show, lying to each other, and then we're going to find a way to repair. I, my, I, my therapist has always said to me, 
whatever fracture and explosion might happen in your in moments with your kids as long as you are committed to the repair that is that is the stuff where growth happens that's where intimacy grows that's where relationships grow and we're showing that we're modeling that in this show about the importance of communication and saying all the things that are scary to say even if it might hurt somebody's feelings just so that we can figure it out and put it out all out on the table so we can talk about it in a healthy way. Well, I, I will say, uh, coming from someone who is in a similar situation, co-parenting situation, you know, divorced family, we're good friends. Both of our spouses are good friends. When I watched this, I did see ourselves in it. You know, I'm yeah. like, you guys did it well. You did it right. Oh, thank you. I'd love to hear that. That makes me really, really happy. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And let me also say, you know, as I'm surrounded by music, in one of the very first scenes, I see Amber wearing a Bowie shirt and her friend wearing a Kinks shirt. You've got <laughs> Wilco on the soundtrack. I, I was I was having some really great nerd moments, music nerd moments throughout all of this. But that also becomes a part of it, as you as you said at the beginning of the uh, of, of this interview, that you know Amber is doing the drawings. We have the animation that's incorporated in it, but that's part of her finding her own 
voice, through her arts, through this music. How important was all of that on set as you all were doing this? Oh my gosh, so important. And in fact, when I started to see, um, when I got to see the show, uh, I, I was in love with the soundtrack. I just, I think the music choices are so amazing and so spot on and so exactly where kids are right now, but there's also sort of a nostalgia that connects them to the, to our generation, to, to us. So it's a really, really fun mix of music. I just think art I mean, I'm seeing this in my own relationship with my kids, but my son is really getting into musical theater right now. And we've, we, you know, we did a trip to New York and saw a bunch of Broadway shows and we've seen some shows and he's been in some shows now. And I, I we just went to see Dear Evan Hansen um, the other, on Sunday night, actually. And he left the theater and said to me, mommy, what is it about musicals that just ripped your heart right out? What is it? You know, he was so moved. And I was saying to him, there's something profound about good art where, where it transcends the sum of its parts, where it allows you to think about something in a way that you can't find words to articulate. And what's going on with Amber is that she is very articulate. She's articulating a lot of things straight to camera in her video diaries. But there's also all of this, the animation and the music that are that are bringing things to the surface that that are beyond words, beyond the ability to to articulate, and we need that. We're, we're desperate for that. That's that's what makes us human and makes us alive. You know. So um, yeah, I, I love that this show taps into that because I because I'm seeing it so I'm seeing it as such a crucial element to the joy in my son's life right now. So I get it, and I. I love that we're doing that. Yeah, it's so big when when you do see your kids coming in that. Like so so uh, go back to the time machine uh, for a minute if you will. Who were those you know artists for you? I mean, was it musical theater that kind of awakened you? I mean, on the musical side of it, like who are your coming of age uh, artists? It was all musicals. I was a theater geek through and through. I had a really hard time making friends. I was just sort of marched to the beat of my own drum. And I found my people in musical theater when I was in elementary school and middle school. That's where I felt at home. And in fact, my brother would listen to popular music and I would always be like, I, what's the point of music if there's no story to it? I need a narrative to follow. That's the only, and, and now I understand that each song is its own story. Each song is its own narrative. But back then I was like, it's just a bunch of sounds and chorus and whatever. It's dumb. I was like, give me Les Mis. Let me dream a dream. You know, <laughs> that's what I needed in my life. Uh, and that's what I'm seeing in my son. I mean, my my husband plays all kinds of different music, but when I'm with my kids, we are listening to Into the Woods. We're listening to, you know, Encanto and Dear Evan Hansen, Hamilton. Hamilton, like, activated my son in a way I never knew or, or expected would, but it was just like his entire universe opened up. He sat, lay down on the floor and listened to the two and a half hour soundtrack on repeat over and over and over again after seeing that show. I got to see so many kids do that. And it reminded me like, uh, you know, like when I was like Rent, uh, when yes. I was graduating oh, high yes. school, that was a big one, you know? And, and when you first found Grease a little bit, like those moments right there, like, yeah, seeing Hamilton play that sort of role has been really fun. 
Big time. Yeah, I, I definitely I went like student rush tickets to see rent right up in the front row, screaming my face off, like being blown away by the energy in the room. <laughs> it's, and it still works, too. That's still a very powerful soundtrack right it there. Is. We wrote that not too long ago. Uh, you know, kind of playing around with uh, what this is and reminding me of other parts of, of your work. Uh, there are these uh, the popular girls in Amber's school and they walked around. And my first thought was Daria. It's, oh, it's, it's, yep. it's the fashion, you know, the click from from Daria. And, and I was thinking of you and I are you, there's I know there was supposed to be the uh, the reboot. Uh, uh, Jody, are are we going to see? Are you part of that world still? Nobody has asked me to be a part of that world. But I mean, it would be so fun to to get a chance to pop back into that world. I mean, that's that's my first professional gig was was doing that while I was in high school recording that show. High, high school and college, I think. Yeah, that, that was so fun. And that's just, that continues to to a show to mean so many to so many people. Uh, yes. That's, and you tend to have um, a talent for picking those shows too. I mean, uh, Grey's, <laughs> of course, you you pop back on recent. What was it like uh, getting back into that world after a, a small time away? Yeah, it was so fun. It was, it was a really beautiful reunion. And it was different because, you know, I went back last season, but it was just me and Jesse. And it was on a location where we were working with a crew that wasn't our normal crew. So this one really felt like homecoming. You know, I got to be in my scrubs. I got to be in the breezeway. I got to say, what do we got? And be doctory. And <laughs> I uh, and I got to work with some of my favorites that I just have missed so much. I, I found myself sitting in the little chairs in between shots, looking around the room while we were waiting to go in while it was being lit and just being like, oh my gosh, we've all lived four years of our lives since the last time I was sitting here in this room, but it feels so comfortable. I feel like I was here yesterday. It was a very weird, surreal experience, but a really lovely one. It was so sweet to be back and so meaningful to, to be asked to be back for such an enormous episode, the 400th. Is there more journey there for you? There could be. I, I, I've never, I've never fully you know, close the door um, in my heart in any way. I think that there's definitely more story to tell with uh, April and Jackson in Boston. But um, as of now, uh, you know, it right. just lives in the imaginations of the fans. Right. <laughs> well, that and, and I'll quickly compliment you, too, on a, a cruel summer. That was such a, a powerful uh, season that we've had out on that one and and seeing that story come alive. Uh, I'll, I'll throw the same thing. Uh, season two, are, are you are you part of that story as well? I'm not. It's an entirely new cast. It's a whole new story. Yeah. So I, I am not I'm not a part of uh, the second season for Cruel Summer. But that was also a really cool experience, too, because you know, you shoot something and you're like, this is fun. We're having a great time. You know, I hope people like it. But then it became this moment, you know, it really took off. It was on like all the best TV series lists that were out there. Um, I, you know, it was really cool to see people resonate with it in such a wonderful way. I, I, I loved getting to be a part of that. Yeah, and and the story was strong enough, not that it needed the nostalgia, but for it to uh, to hit in the '90s the way it did, oh just my at this gosh. perfect time. Yeah, that must have been fun too, kind of being in I don't know that uh, that that period, I guess. Oh, it was so fun to jump back into that with like the Walkman, you know, with the cassettes and the clothes, the fashion. I had so much fun. We did a premiere for it where they, um, because it was still COVID times, they put us 
in little hotel suites with balconies and we watched it from our balconies, like wave to each other, but they decked out the rooms with all this like nineties paraphernalia. There was like a caboodle and chokers and little butterfly clips and pictures of teen beat on the wall. It was so fun. I, I brought stuff home to my daughter and she still wears this choker. Like almost every day. She loves it so much. Well, the fashion's back. Yes, it's it is. back. It yes. is. I don't it feel never, bad about wearing the flannel these days. No, so exactly. A- You're no, you're perfect. I have a lot of flannel shirts. I love flannel shirts, yeah. but I've never, but I never stopped wearing them. So that right. might be a problem. Yeah. I never stopped wearing them either. Just now it's okay again. Now it's, now it's now okay it's again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll continue to compliment again, uh, this new series again, Amber Brown on, on Apple TV. It's, it's such a great and well done show. So congratulations on all you all have accomplished. And, and Sarah, thanks for taking the time to talk about it today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. My thanks, Sarah Drew. Uh, The new Apple TV Plus series, Amber Brown, has begun now. You can catch the uh, other first episodes. Big thanks to Sarah. Big thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, uh, I I do hope you hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Three new interviews every single week and new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcast at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, Mostly Twitter. All three of them, the address is at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Sounds good. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.